0: I am Sarah Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Friday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today I'm sharing tips on how I read a book a day. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose is that my husband came to work yesterday and he brought iced coffee and he brought me a vase of flowers for my desk and now the flowers are on my desk and they make me so happy. My thorn is that our yard sales rained out. We were going to do our yard sale tomorrow and it's just, there's such a high chance of rain that we just decided to reschedule it because I've done that before and it's been a mistake. So yeah, rescheduled. My bud is that tomorrow for me, today for you, as I'm recording this, is a day that I'm filming a YouTube video all about giving myself a luxurious day of self-care, and I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun because I'm going to do just like everything that feels good in the best possible way. I also think I'm going to do it as like a self-care day for under $50, so I'm like not going to spend a ton of money, but I'm going to make it feel really special really excited. Um, So this is something I mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago that I started reading a book a day toward the end of my sabbatical. And I did this because I wanted to feel rested and I have far too much excess energy in general as a person to feel rested without like something to tinker on. So I created a purpose that felt fun and it felt really restful for me. So it's been Enjoyable. For those who are curious, I wanted to record this to tell you how I'm able to read a book a day and what the process has looked like for me. So, just kind of how this came about, why I'm doing it, and how I'm doing it. So, first, kind of like, why on earth <laughs> do I want to be doing this at all? The first one is just in general, I like to experiment with my life. Like, I think it's fun to create little games that I play with myself that help me to think of creative ways to do fun and interesting things. That's just how I like to live. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is like I like to have a project, especially when I'm taking time off because it gives me a way to rest that is actually fulfilling for me and actually makes me feel rested. We talked about this in the podcast before where like a few weeks in there, like I needed to just decompress and like shut off, but also there came a point where like the time for that had ended and trying to force that through actually just felt really gross and icky and I needed somewhere to put my energy. And when I say it feels icky, like what I mean is like watching TV or YouTube videos for a significant portion of the day is kind of one way that I can occupy my time, but that doesn't feel really good to me. It doesn't feel great. I feel tired. My body doesn't feel good. I also could clean all day, I guess, but like don't want to do that. So I wanted to choose where my time was going and to really honor the things that I find fun. I think sometimes we feel this pressure to have fun in the way other people do, and I like to read. So that's how I'm choosing to enjoy my time. And also just the other reason for why is why not? Like I – want this is a fun thing to me it's a fun way to experiment with life but also like i can stop doing it at any moment it's not like i i feel this pressure to do it perfectly or a pressure to maintain it forever it's just a little thing i'm doing for a while and i think sometimes when we hear, oh, I'm reading a book a day, we feel this pressure to do it. Like, oh, she's reading a book a day. I should also read a book a day. Is that like the right thing to do? And it's not like, it's just a thing I'm doing for a while. And it's not a a thing I'm recommending that you do by any means, unless it sounds exciting to you, then cool. But if it doesn't, then, you know, no need, no need to worry about it. And if you decide it doesn't work for you anymore you actually can just stop. It doesn't hurt anybody at all. It's just like a thing you can try. Okay. So let's get into like how I actually do it. Like how do I read that much in a day? So the first thing is I am currently reading through the books on my bookshelf. So one of my goals at the beginning of the year was to have read every book on my bookshelf that I own. And if I don't want to read it, I get rid of it. So I donate it to like a little library. And so in that way, I don't have to really think about what book I'm picking. So I'm just kind of picking the book that's next in line. So just to be clear, like I'm not just like reading the smallest books on my bookshelf. I'm just reading whatever book is happens to be next. I, so then like my strategy is I see how many chapters or if it doesn't have chapters, how many pages are in the book. And if it's a day off, then I can really sit down about six times to read. But if I'm working, then I found that It's usually somewhere between two and four times that I can sit down to read, but four is kind of the goal. Reasonably, if I sit down twice to read in a day, I'm not going to read a book that day. But if I sit down four times, I can read a book in that day. So either six or four times, depending on the day, then I divide the chapters or the pages by the amount of times I'm going to be sitting down. And I know that's how much I need to read in that sitting. So let's say, for the example, the book that I'm reading right now, there are 11 chapters. So I know, okay, if I can sit down four times today and read, then I can read three chapters at a time, and then I'll finish the book by the end of the day. We're going to get into some more details of how I do this, but real quick, we're going to hear from today's podcast sponsor. Serious question. Serious question. Did you know that it doesn't have to hurt when you wake up in the morning? I didn't. I didn't realize how much my mattress was impacting my sleep. And I am not telling you that as someone who is gratefully sponsored by a mattress company today. I am telling you that by someone who has gotten a new mattress recently and no longer hurts when she wakes up. I just was accepting that this is how it felt to be a person in a body, I had no idea what I was missing, which brings me to today's sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep has a quiz and it takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Because why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? Everybody is unique, and Helix knows that. So, they have several different mattress models to choose from soft, medium, and firm mattresses, even mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Plus mattress because I wanted something that felt medium and I sleep on my side and my stomach around all night, but also it's specifically made for people in larger bodies, which I think is incredible. Like just a completely incredible. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com/egram, take their 2-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights. Risk free, a hundred nights. I knew this was the mattress for me after like night one. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. That's the thing with these online mattress companies. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, you're giving me a hundred nights, but how am I ever going to get this mattress back to you? They will pick it up for you if it's not a good fit. But like I said, it's gonna be the right fit. It's amazing. Helix is offering up to two hundred dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash egram. That is helixsleep.com slash egram for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Thank you so much, Helix, for supporting today's podcast. Okay, so the other thing to know is that I don't always finish a book in a day. Since I've come back to work in sabbatical, that was like a thing that I really held myself to. But since I've come back, I've really allowed that to spread into two days or three days. And there's no shame in that. I don't feel any kind of way about it. But I just want to be clear. It's not at this point. I'm not maintaining the same level of like a book every single day. Religiously. But when I do, I find it also helpful to use audiobooks. So I told you before, like, I'm not buying any new books this year, but I do have an Audible subscription. And I'm terrible about remembering to buy audiobooks. So I actually have like 10 free credits in Audible. So on the books that maybe are a bit larger or maybe a little bit more dense in content, I will also listen to the audiobook and read the book at the same time, meaning I'll sit down for a reading session, read the amount of reading that I intend to do for that session, but then while I go wash the dishes or clean the house or drive to work or go for a walk, I will listen to the audiobook in my headphones. And so then I'm actually kind of doubling the amount of time that I'm reading in a day by reading physically, but also listening to the book inaudible. So that's a fun hack if you really want to get through a book much faster. But how, when you're reading a book a day, how do you actually like digest what you're reading? My method has been to write a book report afterward. So I use the app Notion. It's totally free. And I just write up a quick report. I write out kind of what What I rated it, I write out the date that I read it. I also put in, you know, what are my first impressions? What's the book about? What are some quotes from the book that really stood out to me? And when I'm reading the book, I use these little stickers. Like, um, I used them in college to like mark my place in the book, but I use those little like sticker flags to just kind of mark out where I find quotes that I really appreciate and really enjoy. And then I put them all together in Notion and it just helps me to really digest the information, remember what I read, and I'm a nerd. So I think that's fun. I also, if I'm having a hard time focusing, I do listen to calm reading music on Spotify. It's just a playlist. And I find that that helps me to stay focused in my little reading sessions. Also, finally, like my final tip is that I started this really About a year and a half ago in 20, oh gosh, maybe it was 2019, 2020, one of those years, my goal for the year was to read a book a month because I wasn't even reading a book a month and I really wanted to be reading more and I knew that like reading is so good for your brain, like your brain health. It's also so good as someone who is like a coach and a teacher to constantly be learning and as a writer to constantly be Reading new things and thinking of new ways to phrase things. And so I knew that I wanted to be reading more, but I was really struggling to prioritize it and make time for it. So I set the goal to read once a month. And kind of the beginning of that goal, it started with me prioritizing like, what are the obstacles to me reading and how can I eliminate those? So that's the reason we actually have like a charging station for our phone in our house. And we have a pretty common habit of like when we come home, we plug our phone into the charging station and we don't pick it up again. Like it's just, I'm not really on my phone when I'm at home unless I'm like doing a day in the life or something or I'm vlogging. But most of the time I'm not on my phone if I'm in my house. And that helps a ton because TV, YouTube, social media, all of that's on my phone, which were the main obstacles to me reading as much as I wanted to read. So, without my phone within arm's reach, I could more easily see the time that I had available to myself to do the reading I wanted to do. So, again, I started with a book a month, so I kind of gradually grew that to a few books a month and I grew my reading capacity also through I do do these like unplugged weeks where I turn off social media I turn off my phone, I'll turn off TV, and all I have to do is read. And so I did my first one of those. And in that week, I read seven books. And I realized just like how much time there is in a day to do the reading you want to do if you're not filling that time with other things. And so reading a book a day actually came out of my desire to fill my time ahead of time so that I couldn't fill it with the things that felt bad to me. So, but I definitely had a lot of practice beforehand. I didn't just like start doing that out of nowhere. Also, I I just want to reiterate that I'm able to do this because I don't hold shame for not meeting the goal. You know, for me it's like I'm reading more than I was before. So if I read a book in 3 days, that's still better than not reading a book at all for me. So there's no harm in not finishing it in exactly a day. And it's just for fun, so there's no failing at it. You know what I mean? I hope this was interesting to you. I hope this was informative or inspiring in some way. But I do hope that it doesn't make you feel like you need to read a book a day. But rather, it just allows you the space to think of some life experiments for yourself or even just read as much as you'd like to be reading. And today's food for thought is from Mason Cooley. Reading gives us somewhere to go when we have to stay where we are. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you on Monday with the next episode.